Pickaxe. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they're heaved from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! All right, kids. Today we have a very special guest speaker coming in to talk to you about the danger of drugs. Ooh, scary. Please welcome Blueberry Scott. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, Blueberry couldn't make it. Uh, I'm Sebastian, her replacement. What? I was told Blueberry was coming. No, 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 it, it's just me. Hi, kids. Um, I'm here to let you know how bad drugs are. Ew. Um, my name is Sebastian. And I work on set of Through the Realms of Miria um, with Blueberry Sky, who was supposed to be here, but uh, sadly, she couldn't make it. So she sent me. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, uh, don't do drugs. Definitely don't buy them from strange men at docks. That would be horrible. Um, that's about it. Uh, drugs are bad and be cool. Stay in school. Uh, unless you have like a show or something, then you can skip. That's what I did. I don't know. I'm not your dad. Whatever. Uh, bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my fired up cast and crew, <laughs> Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves an emo at heart musician who now wholeheartedly believes in the Avril Lavigne body double conspiracy theory after Xander presented him with a 276-slide PowerPoint with all of the evidence he had compiled over the years. It's true. Wow. I We need to have a conversation about this afterwards. Uh, Anna <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> Hi, I am playing Blueberry Sky, whose last name is Johnson, but she doesn't want people to think her entire career is based on nepotism, even though it definitely is. So she uses her middle name Sky for her stage name. Holy Gosh. shit. Are you serious? <laughs> we just learned her last name? Yeah, I love it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm blown away. <laughs> Uh, we have Nigel Deacon. Hey, uh, Xander Gucci Supreme, the camera guy extraordinaire, soon to be millionaire, thick as a grizzly bear, sometimes found in Tupperware that's never been to Delaware. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> that we was haven't, beautiful. How am I supposed to talk that? <laughs> we <laughs> haven't <laughs> had a rhyme. Oh, Ooh. look at that. Was, oh, oh my God. That was good. <laughs> I don't really understand the Tupperware, but let's, let's move on. Um, <laughs> and Vince Perino. Jet the Boulder Chambers, Big Burly Heartthrob, who 100% believes that beans belong in Chile and in no way, shape, or form can you change his mind, Nigel. You're projecting, Vince. (laughs) (laughs) I really thought beans was like the definition of Chile, but we won't get into it. Yes, it it belongs in Chile. I'm not saying they don't belong in Chile. Chile. All I'm saying (laughs) is that real Chile technically doesn't have beans. It's just a technical thing. (laughs) My God. We're going to ignore the technicalities uh, and we're going to say we are also joined by a special guest today who you will all meet soon enough. Dun, dun, dun. It is giveaway time, everybody. In honor of the wonderfully talented Ginny D joining the cast and crew for a special cameo appearance, we've teamed up to bring you a super awesome giveaway contest. And let me tell you, 
there are some crazy prizes to be won. We'll be picking four winners of different tiers to win prizes like sets of Ginny D's synthetic cat's eye wormwood collab dice that you cannot get anymore, designing and voicing an NPC alongside the director in an upcoming cast party episode, creating magic items, naming NPCs, a $50 wormwood gift card, and we're throwing out a ton of merch. And the best part? There's so many ways to enter, and they're all ridiculously easy. Subscribing to Ginny D and Cast Party on YouTube, supporting the show via Patreon, hitting up our socials, and so, so much more. So what are you waiting for? Click the link down in the description right now while this crazy episode is playing and start stacking up your entries. Good luck, cast and crew. We hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get right into it and talk about what happened last time. We began with some bowling with Mr. and Mrs. Doubtfire. Things started off rocky, but got on without too much worry with a few strikes from our boys Jet and Xander. Sebastian heard Mrs. Doubtfire speak about May during the chaos of some beer bottle throwing when the crowd wasn't quite on your side. She said she cannot believe May chooses to live here amongst the filth. Unfortunately, after this, there were two natural ones, which broke the bowling alley and greatly angered the crowd. So much so that there was glass breaking and people grabbing darts and yelling before one person screamed, Get those rithy bitches. You all fought your way through the bar fight that ensued, screaming, terrorizing, and even lighting on fire some of these patrons. Eventually, you were able to force all the people out of the bar and you helped Lester clean up the drunken ox. Sebastian learned of May, the Doubtfire's daughter. They used to take her to Pastow every year, but then she moved down to Pastow, and her parents have not heard from her since. You all went to bed, emerging level 3. During this time, though, Sebastian had another night terror, this time much more in control of himself. This dream culminated with a woman grabbing a pocket watch, a music box, a crossbow, and a skin-covered book. Sebastian saw the rune again, and his vision began to fade. The music box was thrust into his hand, and as he turned it, the first four notes of Welcome to the Black Parade played. He awoke to the tattoo on his wrist, glowing a bright ivory, and Jet told Sebastian not to tell the others before you joined together. Xander awoke with something in his pocket, put his hand in to grab an item, and his hand was snugly fit into a large winter Bernie mitten, as you all deemed it. You all tried to remove it, but to no avail, the mitten seems to be on Xander for the foreseeable future. Afterwards, Xander took a picture of the mitten with everyone else behind it. This revealed the word Namora to Xander in a beautiful Pinterest-worthy mitten photo. Also in this picture was a creature who snapped a string on Daisy and appeared in the room with you all. It said friend in Xander's head, and Xander has dubbed it Namora. Sebastian told everyone else about May, and you decided to bring the Doubtfires back to Haven. On your way there, you saw a mural being created with fire and water, depicting a pegasus coming out of a large cocoon. You completed your task of bringing the Doubtfires back to Haven, spoke with Jaria and Kovar, who were enjoying breakfast together. Blueberry brought up new beginnings, and Jaria yelled at you to not speak of that in public. You now knew too much, and he offered you another job that you shouldn't refuse. He told you it involved new beginnings and would put an end to Pastow's problems. You are to reconvene at Haven the following night after the rest of the plans were drawn up. 
You all agreed and headed towards the docks to relax and keep an eye out for Zephyr. Blueberry caught one of the Iron Key, taking a box off of a nearby ship that was labeled Hyannis. While sneaking up together, Sebastian fell into the sea as some Iron Key members came over and tossed a ladder to help him up. You're able to follow along and catch up to see the box being brought into the Iron Key warehouse. One of the Iron Key sold some grave dust before telling him not to worry about the box labeled Hyannis. You all went back to the Drunken Ox to relax and wait for the day to end. However, you looked out the window to see in the distance a roaring fire and Haven up in flames. Now you are all standing in the Drunken Ox as more patrons come over to the window are in awe at the sight, some laughing, others concerned. Either way, the orange glow permeates the bar. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? Fire. Wait, that's... Isn't that Haven? Yeah. Where we just were. Yeah. What? Look. Oh, shit. Let's go. Let's go. What are we going to do? What do you mean, let's go? We're not firefighters. Let's go help. How, though, bro? We don't have any... We got to see what happened. Are you trained? Are you a trained firefighter? I could be. Uh, could wait, be. Do you not Do you not know? Is it... I, I mean, I don't know what I am here. <laughs> oh, what a conundrum that brings up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to do water... Magic. I I don't I wouldn't know where we to gotta begin. see if we could help in some way. We were just there. Okay, okay, let's let's go. I mean, at least we can help evacuate. I guess, right? Exactly. Something. Or at least it might be kind of cool to look at the fire. I don't know. It's... Oh my god. Well, I'm, I hope no one gets hurt. But like, <laughs> I run out. Let's let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. You begin heading towards this raging fire in the distance. You are one of the few groups of people running the direction of the flames. <laughs> Understand. Many of others around you stopping to admire the blaze from afar or running the opposite direction completely. It takes some time as you are staying relatively far from Haven itself. You're hearing a lot of panic around you. People are yelling, get more water. We need to get everyone away. Is anyone still left in the apartments? Just chaos and people trying to help. As you get closer, it is getting hotter and hotter, and there are tons of people yelling. It starts to get very loud. You're hearing coughing from people around you whose lungs are filled with soot and smoke. As you get closer, there's a large restaurant that seems to have been opened up. People are laying out tablecloths and napkins for people affected to lay on the tables and catch their breath. As you all are running up, you arrive at another of these large staircases that leads up to this raised area that Haven once stood on. Kovar is at the top of these stairs, shouting orders to Valorith guards who are here. His eyes land on you all. Uh. <coughs> Jet, Sebastian, all of you, up here. What happened, Kovar? Listen, listen, I need your help immediately. What can, what can we do? Okay, the Ashen Phoenix started this fire. They've made their way off with all of Jaria's job listings. They are undoubtedly going to try to complete these as soon as possible. And the people who paid for these jobs may be in danger. Where where do they go? I don't know. They got away before the fire got too big. I need you to go. There's an important mission up in Valorith that needs to be taken care of. We cannot let the Ashen Phoenix get there first. They have the upper hand right now. If they're able to win favor of the citizens, the voiceless may be doomed. They've killed dozens of people today, some who were innocent bystanders. Do you know how many of them there were? We have no idea. 
Then how do you know it was them if you didn't see them? Who else would it have been? The jobs are gone. It had to have been them. All right, well, tell us where we need to go. How do we get into Valorith? What, like... Is there, like, a cliff or something I can look over? Like a wall? Yeah, since you you guys ran up these stairs, there's, like, a wall around it that you can start looking down. I want to, like, look over the wall and look down and see if I see anyone below. Okay. There are some people here. It seems to be these are people. They seem to be covered in black soot. A lot of these people were in Haven. Seems like they're laying out along the mud down here to get away from the fire. And the heat isn't penetrating this wall as much. No one looking shady? Give me perception. 14. You're seeing a bunch of people, some who you've seen in Haven before. From where you are, you're not able to like look for the feather tattoos behind people's ears. Nobody seems to be stealing or doing anything of nefarious nature right now. It seems like people are mostly out there trying to help. There are some people bringing over water jugs. I don't see any of the guys that we saw at the tattoo parlor. No. I don't... Where are we even supposed to begin? Like, where... What do we... Listen. All right, listen. I have the perfect job for you. All right? Uh-huh. There's there's a smuggling job up to Valorith. A woman has requested we retrieve her deceased mother's poem journal from her old residence. Her father recently passed away, and she did not want the journal to be lost forever. However, we have discovered that the journal is not in their residence at all. It is in the hands of Captain Vairal Worm Wrangler Leakin of the Valorith Guard. He has taken the book from her residence, and he seems to be keeping it on his person. He lives at this address, and you can see he starts writing something down, and he hands you an address with a crude drawing of a two-story building with two large snake-like dragon statues out front. The thing is, we need to keep the woman safe, the one who asked for this job. Her name is Cleo. Here is her address. She's very close by. We need to find her and make sure the Ashen Phoenix have not gotten to her yet. Inform her of the change in plans and that we must retrieve her mother's journal tonight from this captain of the guard. Bring her back here before heading off to Valorth, because we must keep her safe. Okay. Sound good, guys? Yeah, I guess. Is is everything going to be okay here? Do you need us to do anything? Can we help in any way? No, no. Everyone, everyone who's getting out of those buildings is out of those buildings. Oh, that's kind of ominous. It is a sad day. To get to Valorith is another story altogether. We had a plan to do this tomorrow, but that cannot happen. We used the Valorith guard to smuggle us up into Valorith or smuggle things back down for us, though this is not the case tonight. We'll have to use our old tricks. You must row a boat over to Valorith Island and land at the southwestern tip of the island. There should be an old path we used to use to get into the city. Trust your footsteps. It's a rather steep climb. There's a path upwards towards the wall and a large rock protruding from the ground here at an unusual angle. Just west of this rock is a bush covering a small wooden hatch. It will take you to an abandoned house on the southwestern wall of Valrith. This worm wrangler lives in the southern portion of the city. Oh, okay, that that's a lot to remember off the top of my head. Oh god, okay. I know, I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. But it, this needs to be done now. Yes, now. This woman could be in danger. Okay. Uh, is is Cleo, does she live in Valorith or is she down here? She's in Pastow. She's a few blocks away. Okay, so we go up, get the thing, bring it down to her? No. We gotta go to her first. 
bring her back here safe. You need to inform her of the change in plan. Oh, 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 we smuggling her up. All right, all right, tight. Is there anything else we should know before we go? No, just get her, take the boat. Oh, fuck. Boat. All right, um, one of our old members lives just south of the docks, away from the arch. It's a two-story building that sits right on the water. You won't be able to get in the front door, but along the seaside, there is a bay for his robots he brings in. You should be able to open that gate and get into the first floor. He was nearby when Haven started burning, so he won't be home. Take one or two of his boats. I will tell him we are barring them for a moment and pay him for the trouble. The building's not very succinct, but it does have two smokestacks on the roof. What's his name? I can't disclose that information. How? When we get to Cleo, what can we tell her to make her trust us if she's like, no, you're gonna kill me? Tell her Kovar sent you. Is that enough? I mean, she's close enough. She sees the flames. She'll understand something needs to be done. Please, find her. All right, well, let's go. All right, uh, let's go. And I'm going to do a peace sign from within the mitten. Uh, <laughs> he turns around and starts shouting to the guards. He's trying to get people in this last building to evacuate because it's close to the fire. Good luck, Kovar. You head just a few blocks down to kind of a poor area of Pastau. And Pastau's relatively poor in general, so this is pretty surprising. And you arrive at a ramshackle little house, if you want to call it that at all. There is a single door and relatively low roof that doesn't seem to be properly supported. There's a small candlelight coming from behind a slightly cracked window on the front of the house. Uh, who would like to knock? I'll knock. Oh, after you. Blueberry, you walk up, knock on the door. Ginny D, would you like to introduce your character? Opening the door, you see a pink-skinned young woman. She's in a slightly faded, jewel-toned doublet and leathers. She has a long, thin pink tail that's kind of peeking out from behind her legs and two slightly curled pink horns that are poking up out of her short white hair. She has little white freckles sprinkled across her nose and she opens the door with a lot of stress and panic on her face already, eyes wide. Yes? Hi, Cleo. Um, we're sent from Kovar to help. Uh, there's been a problem you might have seen at Haven. Uh, yeah, it would be hard to miss. Who, who, who are you? Uh, I, I'm Blueberry. These are my friends. Um, Hi. What up? We recently met Kovar and have been doing some jobs for him, and he told us to escort you safely to Haven. To Haven? Well, to him, who is next to ha- Haven. Oh, of course this is when this happens. Do you know what's going on? Do you know Do you know well, what's... the job listings have been stolen, so we want to make sure <sighs> no one's coming after you. Yeah, we want to make sure you get your mom's poem journal. Yes. From Valorith, right? Yes, yes, that is exactly what I need. That's... Oh my god, if this... We're going tonight then, right? Correct. Yes. We're going right now. Okay, good. I mean, I would sooner throw myself into the fire myself than have that journal be destroyed or lost, and I'm just so worried that if everything is happening all at once like this, and if they have the information, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I'm sorry. Do you think they'd even really be interested in that job? With the, would they be like, oh, this must be a little dumb job? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure this is dumb to everyone else, but to me, it's the most important thing in Valorith. <sighs> okay, let's let's just get you to Kovar. All right, fine. She turns around and she gets a cloak from beside the door, 
and she comes out and accompanies you. Yes, good idea. Definitely um, hide your features as much as you can. Is the tail concealed by the cloak? She kind of like curls it up a little so it's not waving around. But you can also see that because she's stressed, it's kind of lashing the way that like a cat's does when they're upset. What what does the hood the hood look like over horns? Is it just like big old hood? Just or real, just real big. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let let's head let's out. Go. So we we have to go to the docks next, right? Oh, we we have to take her back because we just got to make sure she's safe so we can go get her book from the captain. Wait, Cleo's not coming with us. From the what? From the what? From from the captain. Captain Vayrule Worm Wrangler something something. Are you saying that he has the journal? That's what we were made to believe. I guess. Her face goes like completely tight and closed off and she's just like silent. Who is he? Is everything okay? We just need to get up there. We need to get up to Valorith or Haven. To Valorith? I mean, I just met you. Should I just trust you to go up there and get this yourself? Uh, that's a good, good yeah, point. I can't really, I can't think of anything to argue that with, except like, it might be dangerous. I don't know. Uh, hopefully not. Maybe we can just like sneak through the whole thing. But I got this mittened now. So like, I'm kind of clumsy and Jet just jangles all over the place. So like, I, it's just, he's got a point there. I don't mean to be rude because we don't know each other, but because we don't know each other and this is so important to me, I just can't possibly leave this in your hands. I have to go with you. Okay, let's convince Kovar first, because we're already kind of in trouble with them, so I want to make sure we don't get in trouble for just skipping over a step. I mean, not to play devil's advocate here, but he said this was absolutely immediate. Honestly, we're closer to the docks from here. If we want to trek back, we can, but that's your call. Yeah, I'm kind of with Sebastian on this one. I think we should just get going. She clearly knows this captain. She, she could know more about Valorith than we do. We've never been there. But say we run into trouble, will she have any way of protecting herself if we can't? Do you see how badass she looks, Jet? I can protect myself. I like that answer. I like that. To be honest, I wasn't thrilled with the voiceless doing it anyway, but I didn't have a whole lot of options. Well, hey, just call us options. Uh. <laughs> We're the options, all right? That's... Is that our group name? Well, now it is. I'm always plan B anyway. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Excuse oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, there's a there's a breakup song right there. <laughs> I've already taken note. It sounds like you guys have come to an agreement. I just want the record to state that when Kovar and everyone is super, super mad at us, I wanted to bring her there first. Okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah, we all know that you're their favorite. Don't worry about They're it. They're already mad at us. They can't get any worse. Yeah, that's probably not true, but it's fine. It's it can. Alright, options out. Oh, God. I'm going to call us the options from here on out. Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. <laughs> it kind of fits, though. You're heading to where he told you to get the boats? Yeah. Yeah. The house. As you go southward, this area is actually not underneath the arch anymore. So you're kind of spilling out into the few buildings that are not protected by the bridge. And you find a two-story, rather decent-sized rectangular building with two smokestacks. It is right up against the coast, and you can see that the southern side of this building actually has water going all the way up to it and hitting this wall. There's also a staircase leading upwards to a door on the western side of the building. I would also like to remind you, it is all nighttime now. So there is the three large moons overhead are lighting your area pretty nicely. 
but the waves here are definitely even though you're still near pastel because you're not as underneath the bridge and everything it's not as calm a sea as you're used to okay guys here's the thing Kovar told us to just go to the back and take the boats and that the guy who owns them was not going to be home and that he would explain. But should we just knock and see if anyone's home just in case so we weren't being lied to and we're just stealing boats? Either way, it's real sketch. So I guess taking the more polite route is beneficial here? I don't, I don't I mean, know. I mean, I'm sure you guys could probably guess what my answer is here. I say we just take that boat, but... Yeah. I think we need to listen to everything that Kovar said, and we just grab the boat. I want to write a note and put it uh, <laughs> uh, on the door and just say, boats borrowed by K. Okay. <laughs> and, draw, and draw a little kitty face at the bottom. You're definitely getting inspiration for that, because I love that. That's so adorable. Meow, and I write meow next to it. You have to run up these stairs to get to the door. You don't have, like, scotch tape, so you can't tape it to the door, but you find a good little nook where two pieces of wood meet, and you can, you're can you able to stick it in there. Yeah, I, like, fold it up and, like, nestle it in the crack. Okay. How do we get around to the back? Uh, they said there was a gate, right? The, does someone want to carry Xander while we go through the, uh, the gate? Thanks Jet? for looking out. A little piggyback ride? Maybe we can pull the boat up to it. Oh, that, that could work, too. Uh, Jet, you want to show us that, uh, that paddling power again there, bud? I'm already, uh, warming up my arms. That's a paddling. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you say you guys are from again? L.A. You know, like Los Angeles. I, no, I don't know. But I, to be fair, I haven't traveled. It's, it's like, I don't know, it's near, it's near the ocean. So it's kind of like here. I don't know, we, we in it. You just seem, you seem a little out of place here. Yeah, we kind of are. But we can we can explain that like on the on the boat trip. Yeah, it's kind of a long story. Jet, get the boat. I'm on it. You start moving through the water. Again, it's not that deep, but the water's coming up and covering the tops of your boots. Luckily, you have those big boots on, so it's not soaking your feet or anything. No wet socks. Ugh. <laughs> there is a wooden gate here. You can easily like pop open and unhinge and push inward. You're in, like, the lower portion of this basement-type thing of this house. There's a small rowboat right in front of you that is sitting in the mud tied up to the landing that surrounds you. It's almost like you're in a hole in the floor that allows the boats to go out to sea. And there's a small ladder here to lead you to the main floor, which is only about four feet off the ground from this muddy area. So there's a boat already in that little channel or something? Yeah. Is there only one or is there multiple? There's one boat in the channel. Because you're tall enough, you can see onto this ground, there seems to be a broken down boat on one side that looks like it's being repaired. And there's also another one hanging up on a wall. These boats are pretty small. The oars themselves are pretty short, more like one or two person rowboats. So you'll definitely need to grab at least two of them to take all five of you. Okay, so I want to take the one down that's hanging up and put it in the channel as well. And I, w- I want to tie it to the other one. You jump up onto the platform here. A couple other things in this area. There's a big hunk of netting that is neatly hanging from a nearby wall. Some nicely laid out fishing rods of different sizes and materials. There's a chest here. There's a table with some weaponry on it. A few daggers and a short bow. As well as a desk with some neatly stacked papers on it. And then there's also a ladder going upward to a hatch in the ceiling. Are there any extra oars laying around? 
There are two oars in the boat that are in the little channel right now, as well as there are oars hanging up next to the other boat. Okay, I want to grab those as well and put them into the one that I just tied up to the one that was already in the channel. You do so. You tie them all together. Uh, you got two boats and four oars. And I'd like to just look in the chest, if I could. You open up the chest. The chest is not locked. Yes! There is a handful of change, mostly silvers and coppers. Quick glance, maybe four gold worth. There's some extra fishing gear, including some waders that are very small. They look like they would fit like a small human child. I want to grab the waders. <laughs> okay. You have them. Can I also just real quick look at the papers that were neatly stacked? There is a map of the sea in between the island of Valorith and Pastau. There are a few red X's scattered around the sea. When you flip over this map is a drawing of a creature. What you now know to be the Gryling. A mix between a horse, a fish, and a dragon. On the wall here, by the desk, you can also see that there is a framed piece of paper that has three passages written on it. One in Gnomish, one in Common, one in Dwarven. Is there any extra paper laying around? Can I just make a copy as best as I can of those two pieces of paper? That'll take like a little bit because of how like detailed this map is and the drawing. If you want to just do a copy of like the writing, that'll be a lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. You write the gnomish, the common and the dwarven down. Okay, I'm going to take those and then I'm going to go on the boat and start rowing back. Uh, you don't even have to really row at the start. You can kind of just pull them along to your friends who are waiting outside. What took you so long? I found a couple things. One being this, I'm going to throw the pants to Xander. Uh, will these fit you by chance? Uh, real funny, bro. Oh real funny. God. You're not getting my pants. Wow. <laughs> That's why. I was trying to protect <laughs> your pants from getting wet. Chet, you, you get inspiration for that. I love that. Ooh. I had no idea where you were going with that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking out for you, bro. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's let's get going. Why are the, why'd you get small boats? What's going on here? It's all they had. It, it's all I could do. I tied them together. I'll take care of the rowing. I got extra oars in the back, too. I'll be in the front. If anybody can help me out in the back, that'd be just dandy. But otherwise, it's going to be a tight fit for all of us. Okay. All right, who's... Who's the smallest in the group? How big is Cleo? She's like a young woman. She's kind of little. I think it's Sebastian, Blueberry, and Cleo. Y'all are the smallest. So like two in one boat, one in the other. And then me and Jet have to split up because we big-ish. I'm only 5'11". I don't know. Maybe the three smaller go together and then just two biggies together. I Yeah, if we can fit. Kind of like a car, you know, like passenger seat, driver's seat, and then the back. I could try to paddle in the back and if maybe Blueberry can take the other oar and, and I'll snag the one. I'm just, I'm trying to work out like the logistics of this. Cause like we could just have one person, like Jet in front, me in back, we'll row. And then it's the, the rest of y'all just in the middle. It's like, I'm, it's just. Are you okay, Xander? It's just a size thing. I don't know. Okay, sure. I jump in a boat. Y'all jump in boats. Uh, <laughs> I just need to know who's rowing. Me and Jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You both give me athletics. No way. No way. I got a 10. Oh, me too. Um, Right before we get out of earshot and eyeshot, I kind of want to yell, Zephyr, 
But before we start heading out too, I want to pull out the paper that I had and uh, I want to give it to Blueberry. Do you, do you recognize any of this? The common seems to be a poem. What's the poem? It says, hush little one, don't be scared. Night too will end and the skies will be clear. Hide in the warmth, hide in the light. Darkness can't hurt you if you can conquer fear. Do the other language parts look like they would translate to like the same, you know, like same amount of words sort of issues? Give me uh, intelligence. There's no elvish, right? No. Natural 20. So uh, uh, intelligence 19. (laughs) Oof. Oh, no. (laughs) Look, she's not book smart. This seems like they fit well. You can see the spacing. The stanza has... This is like a little kid, like, nursery lullaby sort of thing. Ooh, with that, I'll tell you also, with the intelligence, your typical, like, kid handwriting, it is not. This seems like an adult, someone who's written for years. Yeah, but you sing it too, a little one. Yeah. Guys. Hmm. They had, like, little kid clothing, and now they have this little lullaby written. Wait, 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 wait. But isn't there... Aren't we looking for a gnome man that does poems in threes and is a gnome so he's small? Waiters are for him? Wait. Like the ones Jet just gave Xander? Oh! Oh, they're child size because they're gnome size. Yeah. Cleo, do you know Zephyr by chance? Yeah, we're looking for this gnome named Zephyr. Have you ever heard of him? No. You said he's a poet? Uh, or, or something. He likes to fish. Lots of tattoos. More of a criminal. Has like a robot hand. Hmm. That's weird. I mean, I think I would probably know him if he was a poet around here, since I am a poet. Oh, well, that makes <gasps> a lot of sense. Oh, show, show her the show her the paper. Can you interpret this poetry to mean anything poet secrety? I'm, I'm right here, guys. Okay. I mean, <laughs> a poet, you're a songwriter. They're the same thing. Yeah, but we need like a good poet. Shit! How Ooh. dare you do my boy like that? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to read it with a critical eye as a poet to see if I think that it is a good and well-written poem. (laughs) What a well-crafted sentence. Yes. Give me history, and if you don't have proficiency in history, add your proficiency. Okay. Well, uh, it was a natural one, but if I add my proficiency... (laughs) Oh, that's a good start. Makes it a five. It's kind of just a poem like there's nothing super special about it It doesn't seem like it's really good or really bad especially with the other passages in languages i don't think you can read since you can't read the other languages you just you don't know if there's more to it or not Hmm. i mean it's a little childish but it has a clear rhyme scheme i can't read the other parts so maybe it makes more sense in in full (sighs) what was did were we told that Zephyr, like, repeated a poem in different languages? What were those languages? Uh, Dwarvish and Gnomish, I think. I don't know what any of those look like, though. Yeah, this looks like gibberish. But, I mean, it, it makes sense, right? There's a poem, and there's two extra parts that we can't read. That's gotta be him. Is this his house? They're small boats. Yo, can I see the, can I see the poems real quick? Yeah. We'll say you guys are getting to Valorith Island right now. That way, Xander will be able to free his hand. I grab the oar. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Blueberry doesn't trust your parking skills, Xander. She hands you the paper and grabs the ore. And you're able to basically get on to this slightly flat landing on the side of the island that is very rocky. And Xander, you can read it. It seems to be the same passage repeated three times. Um, yeah, so this is, I think this might be our boy because uh, this is the same thing three times. It's just poem, 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 all same. Then that's gotta be him. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. So we gotta we gotta make a note of this for when we get back. I mean, we have to drop the boats off anyway, right? Oh, good call, good call. All right, let's. I kind of want to go back and knock now, but we're here. Okay. Oh God. Yeah, we gotta get this over with. Priorities, everybody. Priorities. We have to get this over with. We're already here. I, I need to let you know now before I forget. There was another paper, and I didn't have enough time. I didn't want to spend time drawing it out, but there was a map, and it had the Ryling. That horse thing? The one that Jazz was talking about? Yeah. It, it had that. It, it it looked like a map to it. Isn't Zephyr like obsessed with that? Uh yeah. I I'm I'm almost positive now that you're you're mentioning it all. Did he got like a tattoo of it? Oh yeah, Jazz did say that. So we need to make our way back there. But we have other things at hand. We need to take care of this now. Yeah. I wish Xander had gotten the boat so he could have taken a picture of that. Oh my gosh, that would have been helpful. We're already in the boat. We could have just gone to his his spot. Yeah, I feel like there could have been some uh, some missteps here, but I, at the time I didn't want to get my shoes wet. So <laughs> yeah, priorities. Look, dog, we got we got <laughs> Jeff for a reason. All right, like he he's there to get his feet wet. Anyway, let's get going. Um, so where have we arrived? <laughs> yeah, you're on the island itself. It's got these sheer cliffs. This is not your typical beach paradise. It's going to be more like rock climbing to get up towards the high walls of Valrith. Oh, no. <sighs> are, are we going to have to use the boats to go back? We should definitely tie them up. Yeah, I want to tie them up in a spot where they aren't going to get, like, mauled by the waves. Is there any way that I could put, like, bushes in front of it, like, kind of hide them as well? We'll say there's some big rocks that you can kind of keep them behind. Okay. Doesn't seem like the tide gets this high. Awesome. I just don't want them in sight. So we were looking for, it was, a, it was a large rock, unusual angle. What the heck does that mean? Upside down? That's a weird angle. It was jutting out of the cliff, is that what he said? Uh, uh it just said protruding. Yeah, are there any rocks jutting out at the top? Give me invest, uh, guess perception. Fifteen. Blueberry, from where you're standing, most of these rocks seem to be going directly upwards, but there are some definitely at the top. They're still big, but they're not as big as like the protrusions here. And one of them seems to be coming almost at a 45 degree angle straight out of the ground. 45 degrees. That's the weirdest angle. Uh, okay. point at it. Uh, scientifically correct. Based off of my research into aliens, they only fly at 45 degrees. They zigzag up and down. Yeah. But they abduct at 90 degrees. What does that say? It's symbolic. Like, the whole shit's, like, 45 degrees, so, like, the beam looks like it's coming down at 90 to you, but it's, if you go up, once you hit that ship, you're at 45. I'll draw you a picture later. All right, thanks. Blueberry, it looks like it's going to be kind of uh, difficult to get up to said rock, though. Oh, God. Blueberry, is there, like, a path or anything? He told us there would be, like, a somewhat obvious path that we just need to trust. Oh, uh, I want to look around for a path. I'll help. Either both of you do survival or one of you do with advantage. 
I got nine. Someone else roll. Got it. Oh, that's eight. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I got plus two. We are. We got this, Jet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Back off. All right, I'm backing away. Backing away. Blueberry, you don't find a well-traveled path. You see a path that seems like, all right, this might get us up there. This one, I say confidently. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what Blueberry said. Mm-hmm. Are you guys sure? A hundred percent. Yep, definitely sure. Never been more sure of anything in my Can life. Can I take a good luck around before we take it? Oh my God, he never trusts us. I'll let you do a survival as well. Cleo is looking like more and more nervous as this goes on. <laughs> <You> same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seeing as that that's a four, I don't think it's going to help anymore. All right, let me let me just ask you guys real quick. Y'all ever been like out in the wilderness before? Because like, oh yeah, I've spent lots of time in the wilderness. I played a Girl Scout in a movie when I was twelve, and I have watched said movie, so I think we're kind of experts. All right, all right. Uh, so you guys, oh my God, you've seen Troop Infinity? Oh my God, yeah, it was so good. Oh my god, thanks. Um, alright. Y'all take your path. I'm gonna bring Cleo up the safe path, and can I do a survival check, please? (laughs) (laughs) Give me survival. We are spending 30 minutes down here. I got a dirty 20. Oh, damn. Alright. Well, please be the same path. You find a different path. (laughs) Oh, damn it. It doesn't seem like anyone's used it in a long time, but it looks like people used to come through here a lot. It used to be well-traveled, and you think this is definitely the the best way for you to go. All right. Based on my experience out in the desert so often, I'm going to say that this is the way to go. Cleo, you come with me. You guys do whatever you want, I guess. Uh, Okay. Blueberry, do do you want to be stubborn and petty about this and and take the path that, you know, (laughs) we thought was clearly better? Or, I, I mean, I trust Sander, but... Do we want to give this up? It's okay, Xander. We'll try your path. Just for you, buddy. I'm sure it's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. It's okay. Let's humor him. Let's try his path. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was kind of the path that I was going to choose in the beginning. But with you two saying it was the other path, I didn't want you to feel bad. So this was like, you know, originally the path that I wanted yeah, to Yeah, I take. saw it too. It just seemed like too obvious, you know? So, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. that's the thing. That's the thing. It was just a little too- No, no, no. Yeah. Mr. Survivalist over here, like, you should probably just go. You should just, no, go follow follow your path. Do it. Yeah. Come okay. On. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll go first. You guys follow. Cleo, you coming? Uh, this is not instilling me with a lot of confidence. Oh, no, no, I have all the confidence in the world. Don't worry. I, um, it's totally fine. I, I, it's okay. Okay. Well, if you can at least get me into the city, I suppose I can handle things on my own if everything goes very wrong. Oh, I got it. <laughs> uh, it might. I think he's about to start here. All right, everyone, you're taking Xander's path. Oh, yeah, I guess. Taking the better one. Well, Cleo definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the path that, you know, we all... Jet, don't continue. I almost made you roll deception. <laughs> <laughs> Can he roll, like, with a disadvantage here? I'd like to see him try and convince anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to let you guys choose. You can either all roll your own athletics check or pick one person to do a group athletics check. Well, yeah. I mean... You know, seeing as how athletic Jet is... You did say you were leading as well. Yeah, I'm going to let you take this one there, buddy. It's all you. I believe in you. Okay. Oh, okay. I've got it. You get to roll with advantage as well. That's a six, and that is a seven, but I'm also going to roll with inspiration. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
with another seven. So that is ten <laughs> altogether. This is why I wanted to do singulars. You guys rolled like ass so far. But I have a ten. It's totally fine. We're on a good path. The path that I chose. I hate you so much. <laughs> because this is the easy path, the DC was 10. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the other ones were much harder. Xander, you you actually saved Jet. He takes a few tumbles. Uh, you guys behind <laughs> him are getting pelted with a few rocks, and it takes a little bit longer than you probably would have liked, but you're able to get almost to the top of this hill and close to the actual wall of Valorith. This rock that Blueberry initially saw is about 50 feet away from the large walls. And uh, where are you looking for the hatch? West at the bush. A bush to the west. I mean, with that and your passive perception, Blueberry, you're able to find it relatively easily. See, I played a Girl Scout. <laughs> is there a trap door under the bush? Yeah. Pop open the trap door. If you're going to use it, you're basically going to have to crawl. This opening is about three and a half foot high and three and a half foot wide. And this whole tunnel seems to be pretty tight like this. Damn, Jess not going to be able to fit. Oh, God, guys, I get claustrophobic really easily. Um, It's also going to be pretty dark for most of you. Am I going to be able to fit? I'm not leading the way this time. I'm going to go first just because at least I can see. Okay, do we need like, I, I guess it might be hard to carry a torch through that, wouldn't it be? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend lighting the torch unless something goes down. Okay. Let's see if we can get through the tunnel first. Ahead of you, it just seems like more the same. It's dirty. You can see every once in a while there is a like supporting pillar that is off to the side. And you're crawling for quite some time. You're basically traveling 50 feet into the walls of this city. And after a little bit, you can see that the passage is coming to an end. The tunnel stops, and it looks like there is a trap door above the end of this tunnel. I found a trap door. I think we're at the end. Uh, okay, but do we know where to go from here? But I feel like we should probably get a plan before we pop open the hatch, because who knows where we're going to pop up, you know? Cleo, do you know anything of this area? Once we're inside, I can show you around the city. I know we're looking for the south side. Aren't we popping up in an abandoned house? Or did I make that up? Uh. I think you're right. I don't remember. Yeah, let's go through and find out. Okay. I pop it open. It takes a little bit more force than you're expecting. This hasn't been used in a long time. Some of the ground has cracked around and blocked the opening of this hatch a little bit. But you are able to open it, and it reveals a dark basement of which you can see a little bit. In this basement, there are a ton of boxes all around. There is a large jug off to one corner with a bunch of small vials and bottles next to it that seem to be filled with different liquids. It actually has a rather fresh smell here that is masking the dingy smell of a basement that is still definitely in the background. You're smelling different aromas of spices and flowers. There's a bookshelf here with a bunch of books and some rolled up pieces of paper. There's also a staircase going upward toward a door. And there is a bit of light coming from the cracks of this door. Can I hold up my pepper up potion up to some bottles and see if any of them match? Ooh, yeah. Give me a straight up luck roll. <laughs> Nine. No, everything seems a little bit off. There are some like sort of reddish, but none of them seem to be like the exact thing. So you're not quite confident. So we go up? Uh, I guess so. All the rest of you slowly get out of this tunnel. 
and are able to not see nearly as well other than Cleo. All you can really see is the light coming from the doorway. I would like to approach the doorway and listen to the other side. Yeah, give me perception. That's tight. 19. You can hear talking from somewhere in this building. Hey, Al, you going to be at the engagement party next weekend? Oh, it's going to be a blast. Yes, sir. Bringing the missus, and this will be the first gathering the little one is going to be brought to. Old enough to dance on her own and stay out of trouble. You want the usual? Usual as always. I also need some turmeric and a boatload of water peas. I know they are just coming into season, but I need as many as I can get. All right, that'll cost you. But I got some here and a bit hidden in the other room. (laughs) You can hear them still chatting for a moment. It seems like this man, Al, is tallying up everything and presumably getting this other man's stuff together. They begin talking about the fire down under the arch and how many people have joined on the walls of the city to look down and watch. Uh, all right, y'all. So this uh, this place isn't nearly as abandoned as as I thought it would be. Oh, great! I think we might be in like a like a general store. Is my guess. We might we might have to like hide. If this trapdoor leads here, doesn't that mean they're they're kind of on our side? Who knows? Listen, Xander has a like a history with shopkeeps, and it's not a good history. So I don't know if we should let him go first. Who the heck? Who are you referring to people as shopkeeps? That word died two hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Like, like, what are you? Like, are you from like Victorian England? What's what's going on here, Jet? <laughs> shopkeeps. It's a shopkeep, man. <laughs> shopkeeps. Who refers to them as shopkeeps? Come on. I, at this point, Xander's yelling. So, um... <laughs> I want to sneak out. Blueberry, as you open the door, you're greeted with a staircase in front of you. That is going upwards and to the left. Directly to your left is a hallway that seems to lead to an open room. And because of Xander's loud noises, there is someone walking quickly down this hallway. Oh, fuck. Blueberry, where are you going? We got to think this through. Hey, who's there? There's someone coming. There's someone. I want to hide in the basement. Blueberry, you pop back down in the basement. Uh, well, I'll, go, I'll go in the trap door. Go back, go back the <laughs> he turns the corner. Uh, does he see us all? What the hell are you doing in here? Uh, um, uh, uh, hello, shopkeep. Stop calling him a shopkeep. It, he's a shopkeep. Um, how, how do you do? Uh, I think we, we took a wrong left turn. Um, we were supposed to go right. I think Cleo is hopefully doing yeah. something before you say all this. Oh, yeah, while well, she's she'll face away from the hallway and she's going to cast disguise self to make herself look like a human. Oh, oh, yeah, um just a bunch of humans over here. Um <laughs> just taking wrong left turns, about supposed to go right. So if you don't mind, shopkeep, we're going to sneak right on through. Um and I'm going to put a gold in his hand. Hey, Al, is something going on back there? Give me persuasion with disadvantage. No! <laughs> oh, and I got a nat 20. 11? He grabs the gold and he says, Derek, get the guard. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, oh it's again hell. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't say this is how I expected this to go. I got a 10. No, sorry, 12. I, I know how to add now. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a dirty 20. 21. 9. 11 for Jet. You weren't quite able to get into the hole before initiative was rolled, but you are you are in the basement. So Xander is the closest because he was the one at the door 
And then we'll just kind of decide as we go who else was around. Well, I mean, I'm putting money in his hand. Right? Oh, you're right. So, Jet, you're also up there with Xander. He took my gold. Yeah, he did. I just realized you said that. You gave it to him. <laughs> well, he took it and then calls the guards like a jerk. Well, you know, Sebastian, you're first. Sebastian is running past everybody up the stairs as quickly as humanly possible. And as I'm running up the stairs, I'm looking behind me. Uh, Blueberry, you know what to do. Uh, or just let him tie him up. They're good at that. And I'm just running. <laughs> so here's the question. Are you going up the stairs and are you trying to go to the second floor of the building? Or are you trying to head towards the front of the building? I'm trying to head towards the front and get a visual on the guy he sent to go to the guard. As you pass Al, he's going to have strong words at you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as you push by him. He goes, hey, you thugs, what are you doing in my basement? You are able to get line of sight on Garrick, who is still looking down this hallway. He's peeking around the corner like, hey, Al, you okay down here? Perfect. Charm person, immediately. <laughs> okay, and what kind of save? Uh, wisdom save 13. That's a 12. Yeah, so thank Ooh. God. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 buddy. Uh, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in so, so long. How are you? Doing great. Just getting some water peas. Uh, water peas? Dude, I know you love some water peas. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know yeah. it. Yeah. Wife loves them. Wife's pregnant, needs them for the stew, uh, or else she gets oh real mad. Oh my gosh, congratulations. I had no idea. Yeah. Thanks. That's uh, so all cute. Right. <laughs> Sebastian, is that your turn? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why I loved that interaction. <laughs> Wait, so he... Sebastian ran up the stairs? He ran up the first set of stairs, not to the second floor. Not to the second floor. Is that the direction the other guy went? Yes, because the guy was on the... They were both on the main floor. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So Sebastian has gotten past Al, and he has made the uh, the patron of this establishment friendly towards him for now. Next, we have Cleo. Okay, I am going to cast Hideous Laughter... On Al. Hell yeah. (laughs) And in order to do so, I am going to deliver a poem. (gasps) Yeah. Hell yeah. Quick question. Is he, does he look human or is he an elf or? He is an elf. He's a high elf. All right. Great. Perfect. Okay. So Cleo clears her throat and then in a booming voice, she says, I once met some elves of high classes who never would mix with the masses. Everything they possessed was the biggest and best, including the sticks up their asses. Oh, oh my god! Oh shit! Dang. Xander acting as a hype man, like yo. <laughs> About to end this man's whole career. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell from the distance. Sebastian, take notes. I heard it. I'm jealous. <laughs> what kind of save is hideous laughter? It is a wisdom save, thirteen. He passed. Ah. Got an 18. You can see he he stands up a little straighter, almost like you forced a stick up his ass as he says, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even funny, you degenerate. I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why I got kicked out. Cleo, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? She's just going to shrug. She's used to this reception from them. all right xander you're up and jet you're on deck oh god i have no idea what i'm gonna do Hmm. just just remember the last shopkeep i'd like to attack jet (laughs) (laughs) xander's upset with jet tonight (laughs) 
All right. I mean, you guys are standing right next to each other. You're throwing it, or you're just going to stab him? <laughs> I guess I'll just stab just him. Just give him the butt end. You're going to shake me? You're really going to shake me? Non-lethally. Non-lethally. You know. <laughs> just a playful shank? Yeah, okay. aim, aim for a fleshy part. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll hit him with the butt of the of the knife. All right. Give me a attack roll. Remember what AC is, boys. Oh, you have disadvantage on melee attacks because you're mitten. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you got lucky. Because that one was a nat 20. <laughs> oh, dude. You don't have inspiration? No. Oh. You're going to waste an inspiration on trying to butt me with the knife? I would have, but I don't have it. <laughs> I only got a 13. You kind of just give a quick shove at Jet with the butt end. And it just clinks right off his armor. He doesn't even have to move. Uh, he knows it's not going to hurt. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, that's it. Unless I can push him down the stairs. I don't know. <laughs> Jet. How close am I to him? Like, I'm still right in front of him? Yeah, you kind of just have to, like, push Xander out of the way a little bit. Yeah, I want to give, like, a little a little punch push to Xander. Get him out of the way. <laughs> and then I'm going to grapple the shopkeep. Give me contested athletics. Okay, not one. Oh, my God. He got a dirty 20. Oh, Ooh. no. Mm. You're not really expecting how strong this guy is. He's pretty thin. And just the way you come at him, he grabs your armpit and he pushes up with his hand. And it almost feels like he's trying to dislocate your shoulder. Oh, God. Oh, my God. But it makes it so you can't get a good grip around him. And then he swipes your legs and you are prone on the ground. <laughs> yes, yeah, suck it, bro. Jesus. That is Al's turn. He is going to start running towards the front of the building. Oh. I am I am blocking the hallway as best I can. I'll allow you to do that. You're about 10 feet in front of him, 20 feet maybe. He runs straight up to you. As he does so, he grabs a vial out of his pocket and he throws it at you. Oh, bro. What's your AC? 13. Ooh, he did not hit. He throws that at you, and he, he sees it's going to miss, and he pops open a small hand crossbow what? and shoots it at you as he's running towards you. It literally was, like, hidden in his sleeve, and he's able to, like, pop it out, and it expands as he shoots. Oh, my God. Cool. That's dope as hell. Wow. That's only an 11 to hit. He's yes. flustered, man. I'm stealing this hand crossbow from this guy. <laughs> That's Blueberry's turn. Oh my god, please save us. Can I run up to 30 feet from Mr. Man? You'd have to get a little closer to him just because you'd have to get around the corner, but he'd be like 10 feet away from you. Yeah, I just want to move to where I am within 30 feet and can see him. And he's the only um opposing side person that I can see from here, right? You can technically see the guy that Sebastian has already charmed. Okay, I will cast Charm Person on this guy. Oh, thank you. Okay, that's a wisdom save again. Yeah, 13. There we go. That is a three. Woo! Let's go. Buddy, buddy, oh, chill. Finally, another elf. Now, will you get your friends out of the basement? What are they doing? I know my friends have the worst tact, but they mean well. They're just, you know, their manners. <laughs> Humans, am I right? You can see he's flustered. He's He's still looking. He's staring at Jet, who's still on the ground. Charm person lasts an hour for each, right? Yeah. Yes. Duration one hour. I will drop us out of initiative then, because neither of them were able to get any guards, <sighs> and they're both essentially incapacitated for the moment. 
I'll help Jet up. I'm going to look down the stairs and watch Xander help Jet up. I, I had to take care of one person and I leave all of you guys with this guy. How did you, Jet, why are you on the floor? How did this happen? Listen, listen. I almost got shanked today, okay? By who? He has a crossbow. Um, who shanks everyone? I hit you with the butt, <laughs> all right? Calm down. I, I'm helping him up. Hey there, mister. Uh, so I was still waiting on those water peas. Like, again, the, the wife's gonna be, uh, be pretty angry. Uh, do you mind just letting Al get those for me? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I'll, I'll let Al get them. Uh, if you would like to uh, go wait outside, um, I'll bring them out to you on our way out, okay? Well, there's actually a chair right here in the, uh, lobby. Can I just sit here? Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna pay for your peas and you go outside, please. <gasps> you're gonna pay for the peas? Oh, you're such yeah, a- uh, I haven't seen you in so long. It's, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. So great, so great. I hope to see you at the engagement party, all right? Of course. I didn't get the RSVP yet, but I'll, I'm sure it's just late in the mail. Can't wait to see you there. He walks outside. It's actually a pretty nice night out, and so he, he kind of does some pacing uh, out front. Blueberry. Blueberry. What? I'm going to need that crossbow. Uh, do your thing. He tried to shoot me with it, first off, so I, I feel like I earned it, right? No. But it's cool as fuck, Blueberry. No. Okay, sorry, Al. Uh, We'll get out of your hair again, so sorry about my rude friends. you scared children. I hope we can catch up sometime. (laughs) Come on, guys. Oh, uh, how much are water peas? Uh, No, it's Jed already paid. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. What? You already gave him the gold, bro. Oh. I don't think water peas cost gold. Ah, that's rough. He can have it. He can have it. It's okay. How much did you, Al? I'm so sorry. He bought lots of stuff. It's fine. He's already paid. Just leave my establishment, please. Al, before we go, do you happen to have more of those crossbow thingies you'd be willing to sell? No. <laughs> Not to someone who attacked me. Well, but I mean, uh, how much jet, would yours jet, be? Jet, 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 jet. Let's just go. Let's just go. Come on. Come all on. right. All right. All right. I'll bring the water peas out to the homie. He grabs some water peas for you. He just kind of throws you a big bag of them, uh, as well as some of the other stuff that this guy bought. Garrick is outside and goes, oh, thank you so much. Again, I hope to see you at the party. You know, it'll be great to catch up. You can meet the missus and uh, yeah. pat her belly. That's a thing people do to pregnant women. It makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's mad weird. I don't know <laughs> oh. if I'm going to do that. Okay, are we outside now? You are all outside now. Where are we, Cleo? I show her the address and the drawing of the building. I push it aside. Okay. I know where I'm going. Do you want to tell us about this guy? Yeah, look, first of all, I'm sorry if I was sharp with you when I first met you guys. I mean, obviously you know what you're doing, sort of. I just, there's just a lot going on right now. You know, I'm just dealing with a lot. So I I just, everything being on fire and I was worried about whether or not I'd be able to get the journal. And and of course, hearing the news that the captain has it is, it's honestly, it's much worse. It's okay. I I sense that. Yeah, it's, it's totally fine. I take it you haven't had good relations with this captain. No. I grew up here in Valorith. Oh. I know that's surprising. <laughs> um, there's not a lot of people who look like me around here. But we got lucky because of my mom. But people like the captain, they never liked people like me and my dad in the city. I'm familiar with him. He, he didn't like me and my dad, but he certainly liked my mom. So the fact that he has her journal... That makes me really upset. You know, those things are private. Those are her poems. Those are private. Those are personal. Absolutely. 
What would what would he even want with that if she's gone? To be honest, I don't even want to think about it because everything that I can think of is is worse. I mean, can it be used for anything other than sentimentality? I don't even want him to be sentimental about her. He didn't even know her. It's my journal. You know, that's the only thing that I really want to inherit. And I just want to get it back. And I definitely don't want him to have it. And I don't know. I mean, it seems like... It seems like you guys are uh, trending towards nonviolence in what I've seen from you. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not 100% on board with that when it comes to the captain. But I guess as long as I get the journal, I guess I don't really care what happens to him. Don't worry, Cleo. We can get a little violent if we need to. Oh my god. That sounds more threatening than I meant it to. Um, no, I liked that. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, perfect. We'll get that journal back and we'll uh, we'll kick his ass. I don't know. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah, feel free to feel free to lead the way. I mean, you 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 definitely know this place more than we do at this point. So, I'll start leading them. I don't know if we want to be. I mean, nobody's gonna recognize them here because they're new. So. No, of course not. And I'm dripped out in Gucci, so I look like I fit in. <laughs> if you guys have hoods, though, maybe hide the fact that you're hu- you're humans. I don't know if everyone has hoods. Wait, is everyone in Valorith an elf? Mostly not everyone. Yeah, you 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 can be human. That's not what's going to make you stand out. As you guys are outside talking, you see Garrick comes back to the shop and he opens up the door. And he seems to go back in to Al's chemicals. Huh. Al chemicals. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that in there before you started moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. How did I not get that? Al- <laughs> Alchemy. Vince, you got to just learn to love puns. The world is against you here. Yeah, you don't win this. As you start moving through this absolutely beautiful city, everyone but Cleo, who obviously knows all these things, starts to notice a few things. Walls of these buildings are bright whites and some lighter grays. They shine marvelously with the three bright Fendrayan moons above. The roofs here are a mix of green and then some blue, but this bright green seems to dominate most of the rooftops, and it gives a lot of these white walls a light green tint in the moonlight. You begin to head towards the southern edge of the city. On the way there, you see a few wandering people, a group of a few guards who seem to be walking very straight lines between a few specific locations. They seem to be walking in a pentagonal formation in this courtyard you are passing through. In the middle of this courtyard is an ornate fountain, and right next to it, there is a community board. It's got various posters and notes. You can see two new posters are big and dominate the whole thing, which is a little bit weird. What do they say? One says, Princess Velaspian to marry Prince Thuridin of Elvarath. Engagement party, Central Square... Dusk of the 19th, hosted by Ermina Caspaldi. <gasps> Can I tell how old this, this poster is? Brand new. Do we know what day it is? I mean, I would probably know what day it is, right? Oh, yeah. It is the 9th. So this is 10 days away. Guys, that's that's the name of the girl that Zephyr broke out of prison. Yeah. Cellmate. Hmm. But Ermina didn't know Zephyr or where he was from. Yeah, so, like, do we even need to know her? Because we're looking for Zephyr, right? Not I mean, for... we, we pretty much know where Zephyr is. I'm just curious how she's still hosting parties because, I mean, that's what got her thrown in prison. Was it? 
She was captured for organizing party for royal family of Valorith. Yeah, she made her own mansion. And she, she made a magic mansion party. So now she's just doing it in a courtyard, I guess? I guess so. To be fair, there isn't much else to do around here. What do you mean? Then parties. I mean, what else do rich people do? Xander, you'd fit right in here. Dog, I haven't been rich since I was 19. I meant the party part. Oh, Wait, you were, you were rich? rich? I'll tell you later. Cleo, while they are arguing about Xander's wealth, you see next to this poster is a missing poster. Who is missing? Captain Vayrol Leakin. <gasps> what? I rip it down and I'm staring at it. It is a drawn picture of the man that you know as Captain Leakin. Does it say anything else about how he went missing or like what when he went missing or anything like that? It seems to be even newer than the engagement party poster. It doesn't have a date specifically that it went up, but it is covering everything else. It seems like this could have been put up in the last day or so. I'm going to turn it around and show everyone else and say, this is him. This is him. This is the captain. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Where'd he go? <laughs> what happened to him? I mean, that seems to be the question of the hour. Well, maybe, maybe we can go to his house and find some clues, or at least the diary, right? And then we don't have to worry about it, right? Yeah, maybe it's just there. Maybe it's just at his house, and then, and then who cares where he is? Well, I think we were specifically told that he keeps it on his person. He keeps it on his... God. Does it say the last time he was seen, or his last whereabouts on there, or anything? It really doesn't say anything. So where do we go now, then? I, I say we still start at his place. Do you know where that is? Yes. Was he well-liked here? Do you know if he was, like, popular, if other people liked him? He was the type of person that he would not outwardly go and speak with a lot of the public, more a homebody. For the most part, the guards working under him did enjoy him as a captain, though he was known to be stern. But for the most part, he wasn't overbearing. So he was definitely middling, like there definitely wasn't a lot of hate or anything towards him. Nobody really had it out for him except for me. All right. Well, then maybe it's not foul play. Maybe he just went on like a secret vacation or something. He can't do magic, can he? Just the magic of law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> I lead the way to the, his house, I guess. I will lead the way to his house, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you continue on past this fountain. Anything sus about the fountain? Just curious. Blueberry, <laughs> give me an investigation. Yeah, I feel like it's like a secret door. Um, <laughs> Eleven. There is 12 silver in the fountain from people flicking silvers into it. Is there anyone watching? With your passive perception, no. Okay, I want to slide a hand, grab, grab as many as I can with one scoop. If you're just doing one scoop, roll a d12, and we'll say that's how many you're able to grab in one. Five. Okay, you grab five. I, Blue, I cannot believe you are so upset with me trying to take gold from that safe, but you're stealing people's literal wishes. What the hell? <laughs> They've already made the wishes. How does that justify it? This doesn't make the wish not come true. That has nothing to do with it. I disagree. I think you're killing people's dreams. How do you think wishes work? Blueberry, 
The Dream Killer. Oh my god. <laughs> if I had a sword, I would name it that. <laughs> oh, that is a good name for a sword. Uh-huh. I was wholeheartedly <laughs> expecting Xander to, as he was saying that, reaching in at the same time and just grabbing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, I don't fuck around with uh with wishes. You gotta take that shit seriously. Blueberry's able to grab a few of these silver and you continue on and come up to a two-story building. That has two stone statues of these snake-like dragons flanking the door. Oh, he's so insufferable about this worm wrangler. Oh, worm is in dragon. A worm with a Y? If he, if he thinks that you think it's worm with an O, he gets really annoyed. So do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend <laughs> I didn't hear you say that, Cleo. Okay, and I'm just gonna assume it's worms from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a poem about him once that he really didn't like. I tacked it on that board we were just looking at. (gasps) Oh my god. So the building itself is two stories, tiered in a way, so that the second floor is much smaller than the first, so that there's a balcony on the roof of the first floor. There do seem to be lights on inside. There's a little bit of dim light coming from the first floor, but brighter light coming from the windows of the second story. Uh, Cleo, do you know if the captain had... Like a family? Live-in servants? No, I, I'm i pretty sure he lived here alone. But if, if he's missing, why did, did he just leave the lights on? Well, if anything else, it's a defense. If we go in there, you know, we thought he was missing and someone had broken in. I mean, if we we saw the poster, they clearly want people to look for him. That's all we're doing. Uh, you've got a point. How, how would you like to approach this? Do you want to just barge in or do you want to try to sneak through the back or something? Find a window? I mean, I guess we should... If there's a subtle way to go in, that seems like the smarter move, right? I wouldn't disagree with you. Does there seem to be like, does it seem like there's a side door or a back door or something like that? If you take a second to kind of move along the edges, this is like a relatively big estate because he's part of the guard and he's a captain. He makes a lot of money. He's able to afford a nice place. He does have like a yard as you're kind of creeping around. You don't see any other doors, but you do see a lot of windows on the first story. And you can see that really the only little bit of light on the first story is right in that front room. All the other back rooms don't seem to have any light coming from them. Can I go up to one of the dark windows and see if it's locked? Like, see if I can open it? This one can be locked, but it is not. Aha! <laughs> I want to poke my head in first before I actually climb in. This seems to be an almost completely empty guest room of sorts. Like, there's nothing special about it. It looks like it's either a bedroom or a guest room that just has nothing in it other than a door leading to the rest of the house. I'm going to gesture to everybody else to come over to the window. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace on all of us. And then I'm going to wild shape into a... Rather normal-sized spider. I hate that we have to specify that. Can you compare that to another animal? Tarantula. (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) Okay. Oh, so Pass Without Trace is everyone, right? Yeah, everyone in 30 feet. So everyone has plus 10 to stealth checks. Whoa, plus 10? Oh my god. Yeah, Pass Without Trace is so dope. Blueberry, what are you doing as a spider? It's a bitsy spider, climbed up the water spout. You know what? You're right on a gutter. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You climb up the gutter. I want to look in the window. In the window, there seem to be two men 
in a master bedroom of sorts. One is going through a desk, and there are a bunch of journals, and he seems to be rifling through them. The other one is opening up a closet, kind of going through stuff. What are they dressed as? Perception? Just my eyeballs? Yeah, we'll just use perception. We'll say perception. I've got uh, lots of eyeballs. I don't know if a tarantula has better eyeballs. (laughs) But I would just, I'd say it's a nine. One of them is an elf who has shaved sides of his head and long straight hair that is braided down his back. He has a katana at his side. This is the man going through the journals. The other one is a human man that you have seen before. He was one of the men in the tattoo shop asking for spider tattoos. He has a serrated dagger at his side. (gasps) Can I uh, around around the whole thing to like the balcony and just kind of look and inspect the door as a spider? I don't know if it's possible to figure out like if that's unlocked as a spider or anything. From your general glance, it doesn't look like it even has a lock on it. Is there any more windows on this side? There are two windows that lead to the balcony along with this door. And then the you can also see as you're looking into this room, the master bedroom, there's obviously a door leading to the rest of the house. <sighs> can I see or hear anything differently from this side? You can still comprehend when people talk as a spider, right? Yeah. I'm not polymorphed, so. The one who you had seen with the tattoo shop, he goes, this guy left everything he owns here. Where could he be? He must be coming back for this stuff, right? If he's missing, he isn't just coming back here. Something probably happened to him. They got the whole guard on lookout for him. Well, how are we supposed to get the poem book back if he's not even here? I'm telling you, it's got to be one of these here. Just keep looking. Okay, I I run back down, back down the water spout, and I treat it like a water slide, and I come out like, whoop. (laughs) (laughs) Just transforming back after the little whoosh. I was going to say, transforming mid-jump. No, well, yeah, from the, at the ground, sure. So, fun story. Um, There's two guys up there. One is an elf that looks really badass, and one is uh, a guy who's one of the guys who got the spider tattoo. And he had a serrated dagger, so, like, he's so bad. And they're definitely looking for a poem book. And they're like, where could this guy be? And just keep looking for a poem book. And they're digging through a bunch of journals and stuff. Wait, what? Wait, they're looking for the book of poems? Apparently. That doesn't make any sense. They must be part of the Ashen Phoenix, then, because they must have got here quicker than we did. Oh, no. They're the ones who stole the job listings. Let's go in the back. Do we do we go stop him or do we? Yeah, let's go in. Sneak, sneak, sneaky, sneak through um back window or door, whatever we found. Do do we want to like ambush him down the stairs or something? What do we do? Well, we could climb to that balcony where it's open. Uh huh. Or we could sneak in the back and sneak up. We're gonna be stealthy. Okay. Let's try to just sneak up on him and interrogate them. All right. Or charm them. I don't know. Or attack them. Am I right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're able to climb through the window into this guest room. Okay, we're being so quiet. Like, oh my god, so quiet. And you guys are planning to head upstairs, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Super duper sneakily like. 
I need stealth checks from everybody. Add your plus 10. Oh, oh, oh God. 33. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I get disadvantage on stealth. 24. I also got 24. I'm going to use inspiration. Our lowest is a 24 right now. 22. Damn. 17. That's still good. 17. That's still very That's good. That's still good. Yeah, but it's not anywhere near everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get doubled, nerd. <laughs> Guys are able to pop open the door of this guest room and kind of look out. You're being very, very quiet. It seems like you're in a small hallway that leads to another room as well as out to the front door area. Based on what you could have seen from the front of the building, you know that the stairs are connected to this front room. Okay, so here's the thing. These Converse, oh my gosh, any creaky floorboard, I'm gonna just go right over them. That's pretty obvious. I'm gonna be so quiet. Do do we want to like sneak up to to the door and I can like, sneakily open the door and then just give Jet a running start and and once he hits the threshold, I'll open the door and then he just charges in full blast and then we just all... Did I see if the master bedroom door was open or not? Yes, it was a jar. It's already a jar. Well, if it's if it's a jar, it's still not open all the way. Yeah. So I can swing it open and you guys can just bum rush him, you know? Okay, do we want to bum rush them physically, or do we want me to cast Charm Person on both of them? Uh, that's up to you. I could definitely help with that. Yeah, I can do that too. Just a bunch of charming people. What if we just sneak up behind them and knock them out? Well, that's a little more violent. We might get more info out of them if they like us. We're being very whispery about this, by the way. We also have to remember you have Nomura. Yeah, where's he been this whole time? He's just been good because oh, that's yeah. not that doesn't make sense. He's chaotic evil. Like he's gonna be, he would have been fucking around the whole time. As you say that, you look back. He is playing with two vials that he stole from Al's Chemicals. Perfect. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Charm person or fight them. Honestly, I I think we just leave this up to Cleo and go with what she wants to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's her journal. Normally, I would be. All for a little bit of light violence, but if they if they don't know where he is, I guess I I don't see the point in in anything. But I mean, we could ask them why they're here and why they're looking for it, of course. So maybe it would be better to talk to them. Plus, they might know something about where he is that we don't know. Yeah. Okay. Plan B is fight if they resist, and if all else fails, tie him up. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, everyone. Oh, hold up. So. If they're from the Ash and Phoenix, though, and all those jobs got stolen from the Voiceless, remember what happened with the last couple folks that were not in the Voiceless? They were immediately hostile. If we don't go in there guns blazing, we might be in trouble. You remember what happened to your neck, Sebastian? If they're from the Ash and Phoenix, I don't think they'll be reasoned with. I think we would have to use magic to make them friendly. Yeah, so if they're charmed, they could give us information. Yeah, and if that fails, Jet and Xander, you know the you know the drill. All right, non-lethal. <laughs> Bonk them and tie them up. Yes. Someone open the door, and I will cast Charm Person without them seeing me. I got this. Ready? Hold on. This is a long pause. <laughs> I know. What are you doing? <laughs> you guys head up the stairs Sebastian 
you find the room that has the light coming from it. The door is ajar just a little bit. As you get up there and start creaking the door open. One of them says. Eyes up. And for today, that's a wrap. <gasps> what? what? No. I had a 33. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't the only one. Jet had a 17 and I rolled a natural 20. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, oh dude. I rolled a natural 20 for one and a natural one for the other. <laughs> and you guys were all like, ooh, 17's great. I oh thought 17 was going to be a Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Ginny D, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh. Do it. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Follow me on the internet. Wow, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> where are you on the internet? You can find me as It's Jenny D on many, many platforms. Almost all of them. Oh my gosh. What do you do? Oh, yeah, I guess I should say that. <laughs> I'm a cosplayer and a YouTuber. I make tabletop gaming related stuff. And if you like this show, I think you'd probably like it. Yeah, you would love it. Heck yeah, we agree. <laughs> I think we would all recommend it. Oh, thanks. All of her stuff will be linked in the description below. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks for another episode. <gasps> Good. Bye. 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 Oh, I didn't know we were all doing a bye. <laughs> do a bye now. <laughs> yeah, do, do one real quick. Bye. There you go. Like the episode? Want to hear more? Join Ginny and the cast and crew in Behind the Scenes, a Patreon exclusive, next Monday to learn all about Ginny's character creation for these episodes, the history of Pastel, and all the crazy derailed nonsense in between. Just hop on over to patreon.com slash castparty and become an official part of our cast and crew. Our Patreon directly supports the show, so we can continue bringing you awesome content. And what's better than awesome content? Bonus content! Behind-the-scenes goodies and info you won't get anywhere else, and also our series, The After Party, filled with crazy, insane monthly one-shots. Spoiler for April, Colin ran us through a Grant Howitt adventure, where um, we all ended up as goats crashing a human party it got um out of hand to say the least all that plus entry into our merch giveaway we do at the end of every cast party episode exclusive perks rewards and discounts can all be found at patreon.com slash cast party we truly truly appreciate the support of our cast and crew we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys, and we wanted to take a second and give a huge thank you to Eric S., St. E. Love, Rosendo, and all of you who have supported the show so far. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of our hearts. All right, you're going to make me cry all over my brand new Cast Party merch. Good transition, Ryan. Thank you. Speaking of merch, this episode's merch giveaway winner is Sid. Keep your eyes peeled for that free Cast Party merch heading your way, my friend. If you'd like to grab some for yourself, head on over to cast-party.myshopify.com. That's cast-party.myshopify.com. Thank you all so, so much for listening. 
Join us next week in Behind the Scenes on Monday for your exclusive insider look. And we'll see you all in two weeks alongside Ginny to continue our story. See ya. Why wouldn't you give it to me? Well, you obviously recognize the common. Xander is the one that can read. What does it say in common? Xander's the one in the boat with you. Yeah, because you're rowing, bro. So are you. Yeah, that's why I'm uh, handing it back. As you guys get... To the ones that aren't rowing. We're both rowing. Me and Blue Bear are rowing no, in the back. No, I'm rowing. Boat. I'm rowing in the back. Oh. What is the order of this boat again? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter at all. Can we, get a, can we get a boat seating chart, please? Yes, please. Oh, my God. It's I'm going to get a map in front. of that. <laughs> See, Do we have assigned it's jet seats in front. here? Normally, it's marching order. In, in D&D, but well, I don't you're need getting growing order. It's I just don't. Jet up front, and then it's Blueberry, Cleo, and Sebastian somewhere in the middle there, and then it's me. But there's two boats. Yes, that's across two Perfect. boats. But I'm yes, it's uh, these are the two boats connected, dude. It's fine. I'm so confused. <laughs>